Welcome to Cognizant Podcasts, tailor-made for easy listening. We bring you digital trends for busy executives on the go. Welcome to the final installment in our three-part podcast series on how to build a better streaming service. Listen in as our experts explore topics such as why, when it comes to -to direct-to-consumer streaming services, search and browsing capabilities go much deeper than just the user experience. Join Chris Guthon, Global Head of Business Development for Direct-to-Consumer at Amazon Web Services, Simon Adams, Chief Product Officer at Gracenote, a Nielsen company, and your host, Teron Degan. Chief Digital Officer and Head of Industry Solutions for Communications, Media and Technology at Cognizant, as they discuss these important issues and more, and offer guidance on how listeners and their organizations can think about data more strategically. We open with Teron, and then Simon and Chris respond. One of the uh, innovations that um, the the three of us have talked about and each of our company um, plays a role in it is when you think just about uh, search, uh, search is not just how the users find their content. Search is a signal for me as the content owner, what are people looking for? Um, and from, from my perspective, from the cognizant and work that we do around testing of, the, of these uh, systems as they, and, and services as they uh, come up with the releases, is that it's not a one-time thing. It's not that you go and, and test out how is your search performing. It's an ongoing monitoring uh, approach because what people are looking for that they can't find is as important a signal as giving them the things that they can find in your service in the right way. Because that, to your point, Chris, can help you identify content acquisitions that I should make or here are projects in my studio to greenlight because there's a high demand and it also exposes weaknesses in your media supply chain. Here is metadata that I know about the asset and it's not being exposed to the consumers. So the, the search, just as an example, including browsing experiences, are more than just the actual end user experience with them. I, I think you can use the signals that you get from consumers to generate insights to yeah, look at what the future potential is. I mean, social indicators about what people are talking about and whether you've got that content available on your platform or, or similar genres of content that could fit into what people are talking about. Um, you know, we produce popularity scores um, that take, you know, the Nielsen ratings, the social media inputs, um, the box office to be able to, you know, populate search lists with relevant content for people for the simple reason that now there is so much to, to look through you know, if, if your recommendation is you want a, I don't know, a Tom Cruise movie, which one of the <laughs> 20 or 25 Tom Cruise movies do you put on the six images that you can get on your main screen? If you don't put stuff that is relevant or is being talked about, people are going to go, well, that's not interesting for me. If it's something that people are talking about, it's more likely to cause you to, to click through and to, to purchase or to watch. And then you're in that service and you'll stay in that service. So. All of this is relevant, um, not just for the interaction with the consumer, um, but to take that information and to look at it from a broader perspective to see how you can drive sort of um, insights about your overall service. Also, preventing on the negative side. I mean, if there are 
certain pieces of content that are being discussed in in in, in ways that you want, don't want to have your brand associated with. You know, I mean, it's a broad subject there as well. But like, you could uh, uh, you know use these services to also, well, like these right. these signals to prevent any brand damage, right? And you want to right. take certain certain Im images or, or even certain pieces of content off your platform. Right. Well, Just I mean, I, I think if you extend that, um, if you take the granular way that you can now identify a piece of content, you know, a lot of uh, brand safety work is yep. being done um, right. about with, to, do you want your advertising to be associated with this piece of content, you know? if it's got violence in it or whatever, you know, do you want your ad to run? Even even if, you know, the broad shape of the show is a very good fit, there could be a specific episode which has specific <clears throat> themes in it that you don't want to, to be uh, associated with. Yeah, so that that context-aware advertising is a is a big theme, especially also with the growth of, of connected television uh, where you all end the dem demise of, 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 of cookies, right? Or where yeah. you don't know exactly who is watching it and, and, and so forth. So you want to, you want to hit the context of the, yeah. of the movie. And then obviously you all like the piece of content. Then you obviously want to, as you just said, avoid brand issues. Also might want to use for, that's another thing turn when you, when you ask about where to use machine learning, that could be an interesting area where to use machine learning to find the right spots where the ads fit, right? So to really mm -hmm. like, okay, this is a right ad insertion <clears throat> spot. And this is the right ad that fits into that spot thing that, that uh, at scale, right? So that's definitely an, an interesting area. I, I think that this conversation brings up uh, something very interesting. Um, the, the, if you ask the folks in ad sales and ad ops um, about experience in the streaming service, then they care about the right ad um, in front of the right user, and then they will talk about segmentation and about uh, the, um, the the target audience for a particular um, ad. Um, but if you talk about the, the personalization, the, every aspect of the streaming service stakeholders from marketing, content origination, they each have a, a point of view. Um, and it seems like the, the key question that is not being asked is who owns the experience in the streaming service? Because there isn't one answer. There is no one owner of the experience usually, and everyone um, of those stakeholders will consider them as um, uh, over overlookers of the experience, right? Well, certainly we're, we are seeing content owners wanting to have more say in how their content is portrayed and marketed. Um, and we're looking at launching services which allow them to provide their version of metadata alongside our normalized version. So, you know, mm -hmm. if there is a specific new show that they're promoting or uh, they want specific images used where, you know, we generally normalize and create specific image types, um, that they are allowed to do that um, because more and more, you know, the, from content to end consumer is that direct link um, from producer to end consumer, I should say. And, you know, that control is really important for people even if it is via a third-party service that that content is being delivered? Well, when you look at the ways that that data can be, um, is aggregated, there, there, are, there are still silos. 
um, across the chevrons on this slide um, that is being collected. So uh, many media companies are using QOE, edge uh, device data collection to understand what, are, what is it at the point of experience that people um, are experiencing and how is the video streaming and where did that file come from? And that gives you user metrics and view metrics at the edge. Um, the, we're all very passionate here about uh, data. We talk a lot about data and it comes a lot in our daily lives. Simon, your company, uh, are the, the, the kings of the, kings and kings of, of the data that's, um, that powers the media supply chain. And, and Chris, um, you guys host, manage, and add sophistication and cognizance, uh, it makes this all come together into uh, the, the business uh, challenges that, um, that they address. However, what's, what is the what is the biggest uh, challenge in adding these um, touch points that we're talking about? The edge experience, QOE, and what is a user um, doing on your service, and what are they searching for, and what is the ad that's being served? This is a very um, complex um, combination of data sources and enrichment. Um, what what would be if you were uh, sitting in front of the, the, the chairman of a service, what do you be the one, two cautionary points um, that you would suggest? So that, that, that's the closing question. How, what are the, your cautionary notes for uh, service design to think about the data strategically? I, I would say that the, the key thing is to start simple, not try to build everything in, and progressively learn and launch incremental capabilities and add those into the overall insights and big data analysis that you're doing so that you continually improve the service. Um, I don't think anybody is going to get it right first time out. Um, and therefore, if you hit the, the big things first, um, keeping search simple, keeping recommendations fairly straightforward, keeping the interface intuitive, um, and then you can start to add the more complex features once people are used to it and once you've got learning about what is working and, and what is not. Chris? Yeah, I just got to make this very quick because uh, we are almost out of time. Uh, I couldn't agree more with Simon, uh, really. Uh, you don't need to boil the ocean. There are some on the data side, there are definitely some deep ends where you don't want to jump in right away. So uh, you you want to uh, start with, you know, with a good strategy and then get going with, with, with simple project. Very often we see personalization, for example, as as a as a, a good starting point, you know, where you can make quick, relatively quick impacts in like clicks through rates and so forth, as an example. But yeah, get going and um, and think it through and then get going. I'll, I'll uh, quick make mine very quick. Take a step back, you've launched your service, Make sure that you've thought through all of those lines on that chevron. How, what is the interdependencies? Uh, and, and ask yourself, did I think about how data traverses each one of those core capabilities into my service? Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Great conversation. And um, uh, looking forward to have more. Thank you both. I've enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to our podcast on how to build a better streaming service. And thanks to our guests, Chris Cuthon of Amazon Web Services and Simon Adams of Gracenote, as well as our host, Teron Degan of Cognizant. We hope that you enjoyed our series and gained valuable insights into how technology and data provide key advantages for growth in a competitive market. To learn more, 
visit the Direct to Consumer Media Solutions section of www.cognizant.com. Thank you for listening to the Cognizant Podcast, digital trends for busy executives on the go.